We ain't sleeping till Hollywood, Hollywood. We ain't sleeping. Hello, I am Caleb McDonald. And I am Galen Smith. And you're listening to No Sleep Till Hollywood, the podcast where we're not sleeping until we make it into Hollywood. And while we're up, we will be discussing the state of the industry and our place in it. And this is The Business, which is all about giving you the information that you need to know about what's going on in Hollywood in 15 minutes or less. And now for The Business. And this business will be our business, okay? Mm -hmm. We are going to give you our top five TV shows and films from this year that we've seen. And while this isn't, you know, a typical episode of the business, we think it's important that you know our opinions, what we think is the best content, you know, see our view of Hollywood. I would agree. Um, You know, this was hard for me. I'm not going to lie. Top five. I feel like if we had done five and been like five TV shows, five movies, five stand-ups, it would have been easier. We just did top five, period. Um, So for my list, I tried to limit it to things that I watched for the first time this year. Um, because I am a chronic rewatcher and I am currently in my like 89th rewatch of Insecure. And obviously, you know, that's the best show of all time. So try to limit it. But should we read through all five and discuss? Or do you want to do one, 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 one? What should we do? Um, one, 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 one. That's all good. right. Cool. Well, let's go from the bottom to the top. Yes, yes. Bottom to the top. All right, cool. All right. So for me... In the number five slot, I have a three-way tie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so I watched Patriot Act for the first time this year. I watched the entire series. Um, really enjoyed it. I think Hasan Minaj is one of the funniest people on the planet. I just think also, I think the show is just really smart in the way that it talks about issues in a way that connects with so many people. My dad liked it. I liked it. So we're going to put that there. We also have Grownish. Um, I love new Gronish, y'all. I think something about Gronish with Junior as the protagonist is really just, it's doing something for me. I really enjoy it. And so that was there. And then, of course, I also had to put in Bel Air. Y'all know I really loved Bel Air. Y'all know I love Jabari Banks. Um, but I had to put Bel Air there. I think it was just a really fantastic reboot that took the characters we knew and expanded their lives in ways that I was not necessarily expecting. And so I just really enjoyed it. I, I, for number five, I will also put Bel Air, um, because, you know, that's like, first, you know, the, the hype is, okay, I loved this show, and, like, it's actually one of those concepts that social media took and ran with, and so, you know, there, there was the initial hype, but every episode kind of fell through, so I did love Bel Air, that, that was a top, um, media this year um i will pair that with since we did have the same one i will pair that with chris red's comedy special why am i like Mm -hmm. this on hbo that had me chuckling had me jiving had me laughing hooting and hollering so i i I will give it to him chris chris red was funnier than i thought i'm not gonna lie yeah i love that all right i'm like i'm updating something but in my fourth Mm -hmm. spot i have to put fakes um, it's a Canadian show that's on Netflix about two girls who accidentally start the largest fake ID empire in North America. And it slapped. I love a strong female protagonist-led show. I love that one of the main characters was Asian, and there's not necessarily a lot of Asian representation. So I was really happy to see that. 
but the show just moved. It was 10 episodes. And like, I could have watched that in one sitting if I didn't have to go to work. Like it was really that good. Um, yeah, no, I, I do still have to watch that one myself, actually. Um, I know in my number four spot is this show called From, F-R-O-M. That's it. And that was, that was a great show. It put fear into my heart. And not a lot of movies or TV shows put fear into my heart. So the fact that I would watch an episode and pause it and then check my house to see if anyone was in it means it definitely had a good impact on me. Like, that was top tier. And the story was... <laughs> the story was amazing. And, yo, they left us on a cliffhanger. Yeah, I need season two expeditiously from is definitely a top tier from this year. Mm-mm-mm. All right, coming in at number three. Um, I feel like it wasn't on here. I mean, technically it ended in this year. So it's like a technical, but like Euphoria season two. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, I know we're mad at Sydney Sweeney, but we're not going to say she wasn't doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Zendaya was doing her thing. Like, I think all the things that people say about Euphoria, we all have those opinions and those thoughts, but I really just thought season two was really well done. Um, I really enjoyed it, especially the play at the end, obviously crazy, but I have to say, it's in my top. It is in my top. I will say, speaking of popular TV show, Stranger Things Mm. 4 is in my top five. Mm. And I think what made it great is I was watching that with some friends. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, it was an event. It was an experience together. But, no, Stranger Things 4 this season, because I could not tell you what season 1, 2, or 3 was about. Like, I watched it. I wasn't viewing it. I wasn't, but, but season four, no, season four alone was worth, was worth all of it. So yeah, Stranger, Stranger Things 4 was absolutely top tier. All in right. my book. Moving into top two, I have another mm-hmm. tie, another tie. Of course. Um, I have to go with American Vandal season two. Um, that was a Caleb recommendation and it was actually very, very good. I liked both seasons. Both seasons were really good. Something about recommend. season two was wild. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, American Vandal is a show that's kind of based on this whole true crime obsession that America's going through, where two high school students solve crimes that are pranks that take place at high school. So the first uh, season was a guy draws um, some dicks on some cars, and the school is trying to figure out who did it. And then the second season, which is the season that I'm putting in five of the year, um, it's a series of crimes committed by someone called the Turd Burglar, <laughs> um, who does a series of fecal matter-based crimes. Um, and of course, it's the unraveling, these two guys. Um, the first season, they're at their own school. The second season, they go to another school, but they're trying to figure out the crime. So they're like going to the school with their documentary cameras and interviewing people and looking at footage and opening text messages, all this crazy stuff. Um, but it is really, really good. I just, eight episodes a piece solidly written, fun little mockumentary style thing. I just really enjoyed it. Um, I'm very mad that it got canceled. I know it was canceled like four years ago or something like that, but I'm mad. I'm upset personally. Um, And then coming in at number two as well, I have Wednesday. I really, I was really jacking Wednesday on Netflix. Me and my dad got into that show really heavy. Um, It was a little creepier than I expected. There were some things I didn't quite understand about the characters. Like, I just felt like, I don't know, Wednesday beefing with her family was odd because I was like, aren't they all odd? 
And then she went to a school where everyone was supposed to be odd, but then she was still odd. Like, you just, I don't know. There were certain things that I felt that were a little bit like, hmm, I wouldn't have necessarily done it this way, but I really enjoyed Wednesday's series. I think I'm excited to see what they do in season two because in so many ways, they've wrapped up season one so well that I don't know where they would go next, but I'm really kind of interested in what they're doing. I think there's a lot of conversations to be had about like, the representation of Black people in the show and how that went out. Like, I think there's so many conversations to be had, but I overall really enjoyed the show as it is. I am excited to see Wednesday. I just finished watching The Addams Family, so then I could be in the Addams Family mindset for when you I watch turn it the on. Addams Family, the show or the Addams? Wait, because there's like oh, the movie. Addams Family. Oh, you've never seen the, the movie, movie before? The movie. I have. I just said to oh. get into the uh, mindset. I yeah, you've never seen them. And I no, was no, like, no, 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 no. We had this discussion last, like... That's why I was confused. Yeah. I was like, I had the Halloween episode, and then we were talking about the Adam's Family. So I was like, what you mean you've never seen Adam's Family? <laughs> but, so, but, yeah. but speaking of 87 different iterations, mm. uh, my number two for this year was The Batman. Because as long as that movie was, it that was the first, like, Batman movie. Like, the mm. the um, Christian Bale Batmans, that was, that was um, what's the director's name? Christopher Nolan. That was a Christopher Nolan movie, you know? Exactly. And then, yeah, the Dark Knight series, Christopher Nolan, and, like, every other Batman was just like, okay, this is that director. But this Batman felt authentic to Batman. It was really <laughs> like watching a comic the whole time. I was really watching a detective movie. It wasn't about Bruce Wayne. It wasn't about Batman. It was about the whole. And, yeah, no, I, I truly did enjoy it. It was, it was about the mystery of what was t- going on. And I did enjoy the c- critique the commentary that was being had. Um, basically, everybody who podcasts are evil. I'm just kidding. The the incel podcasters. Specifically. What? Wait, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, I mean, Joe Rogan, you know, for example. I know, so. but I'm sure you've... Joe Rogan and his whole fan base and that oh, I don't toxicity. Listen to I don't but you've never heard anything associated with him? No, you know what? It, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I know it's he's. Fine. I know he says racist things on his show, and that's all I. And he's an anti-vaxxer, and that's all. That's I pretty know. much the point. That's pretty much the point. My, my point is, there are some evil people who don't need a microphone, but they make podcasts. But what are you saying about? Fine. What does that have to do with the Batman? I was saying connected back to the Batman. If, if it, oh, because the villain, like that's how he got his army through through underground podcasts and subreddits. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. I would recommend if you had the energy. You could watch it in parts. I'm not watching no three-hour movie about no white man who's rich who way out here moonlighting to save the world. No. No. Okay. okay. Moving on. Moving so on my to your number one. one. My number one of the year is Rothaniel, Gerard Carmichael's special, um, for which he won an Emmy. And I loved his Emmy speech. I wanted to win. I'm glad I won. Um, and now I'm gonna go home, not because I'm a sore loser, but because this night can't get any better. <laughs> like, I just really love that special because I think so much oftentimes comedy is this like big laugh out loud, outrageous. And yes, there's emotional moments, but it still has to have this big kind of presentational performative energy to it. And I love that this was just him sitting on a chair in a real dark club on a snowy evening, just like telling us stuff about his life. And then at the end, like 
it becomes this um, communal experience when the audience starts asking him questions and he just responds to questions. And like, there wasn't a pressure to be funny as much as he was just telling stories that happened to be funny. And so I really just, I was really enjoying that. I really love that special. I am, and it came at a great personal cost for him. Like he came out in the middle of the special and told us his real name. And that is something that he is still actively working out with his family. And, you know, he's not speaking to his parents and, and how that has so many repercussions. But I think that is what happens when you do something that is so personal. I think that you can't help but be rewarded in the critical and material sense. Um, and then I think it is a catalyst for growth um, in the personal sense. And so I wish him well on that journey. But I think that that is hands down my number one of the year. I need him to put that on vinyl ASAP because I would buy it so quickly. And my number one of the year was everything. Everywhere, all at once. Everything, mm -hmm. everywhere, all at once. That movie was phenomenal um, because, like, it was an insane, like, sci-fi thriller, I guess. But, like, taking away all the nonsensical elements mm -hmm. was a real story about, like, potential and, like, uh, beating your circumstance because, uh, without giving too much away, the main character and, and the idea of the multiverse where like, there's infinite versions of yourself. The main character that we found was the worst version of herself. Like she amounted to nothing. And in that movie, in a matter of one week, like she became everything that she needed to, because she tapped into the potential that was just sitting there. And yeah, you know, when, when you're feeling down on your potential and what you're actually doing. It, it's a really good pick me up movie. Um, so yeah, that was definitely my number one. And it reminded me that movies I want to make are possible because I would have written that, a version of it, not that one specifically. I'll give them credit. They did what they had to do. But that was my number one. All right, y'all. Hopefully you found something that you haven't seen that you want to see. Um, let us know what your top fives are. We'd love to know. Um, we'll probably judge you if they're bad. Um, we will judge you if they're bad. But, like, let us know. Um, and, you know, we'll see what comes out next year. I know people are like, oh, tell us what you hated this year. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tell you what I hated. I'm only going to tell you what I loved. Um, but there were things out there that I did not like. It's true. Like, you know it's true. Like, there were not. Everything you watched this year, you didn't like. Definitely not. But with that, it's your girl, Galen Smith. You can follow me at G Smitty with two T's and four Y's on anything with an at symbol. And you can follow Caleb McDonald at Caleb Subtitles on basically any platform. And of course, follow the podcast at No Sleep X Prod on Instagram. Thank you all for listening. And as always, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Bye, guys.